Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, on the phone with me right now is one of my heroes, Peter Farelli. He's a comedy director. You guys have known him from Dumb and Dumber, something about Mary. He's done a million hilarious comedy movies, and he's got a movie coming out on the 25th. It's called Movie 43, and I love it because it reminds me of some of the movies that got me interested in comedy, which was movies like Kentucky Fried Movies, Amazon Women on the Moon, an amazing ensemble movie. And uh, tell me a little bit about um, Movie 43. Uh, well, we, you know, uh, we were inspired by uh, Kentucky Fried Movie, which was huge when I was growing up, and it was the first time I had ever seen a movie. It was a series of shorts, but it, they really pushed it. It was the Zucker Brothers and Jim Abrams, and it was the first time I ever saw a movie that I thought, wow, I had no idea you could do that. So we wanted to make a shorts kind of movie, but uh, we wanted to push it hard, hard R, really go for it, things that you can't even do on, you know, Funny or Die, and um, uh, and we wanted to do it with big stars, so we we you know we just kind of you know went nuts. Yeah, and you guys have some huge stars in the movie. I saw a clip of Halle Berry literally with a turkey baster about to put hot sauce up. I won't spoil it for the audience, but how do you get? First off, talk about the number of stars that you guys have in the movie because it really is a who's who of Hollywood. And then talk about some of the crazy ass things you guys got them to do. Well, it's an insane uh, cast, i, I got to say. Uh, you know, we have Hugh Jackman, Kate Winslet, uh, Naomi Watts. We have Schreiber, uh, Anna Faris, Chris Pratt, J.B. Smoove, uh, Emma Stone, Karen Culkin. Uh, it's Richard a who's Gere, who. You could have shot Long, this movie Jason at the Golden Globes. Today, it's Uma Thurman, on and on and on and on. Yeah. And the way we did it is, our producer, Charlie Wessler, uh, was... Um, uh, he, he knows these guys. He's just one of these people. He's been in the business. He was a PA on on Star Wars. You know, wow. he's been around and he knows everybody. So he could call them personally, call Richard Gere and say, "Hey, Richard, you want to do this uh, short film we're doing? They get no money. It's a six million dollar movie, the entire thing, but it's going to really you know, kind of break some boundaries." And Richard would say, "Well, I'd love to, except I'm busy for next year." He says, "Well, when are you available? Because a year from February." He goes. Great, we'll do it then. And that's how we made the movie. We made the movie over three and a half years in bursts. We do like three days here, three days there, and just waited for everybody to get available. So uh, it's just a crazy, crazy cast, and they're doing crazy things. What's really funny is you just told me what the budget was, but looking at the cast and looking at the production value, you're sitting there thinking, okay, well, they spent $40 million plus on this movie. To hear that it's $6 million, it is just going to blow my mind. That's insane. Did anybody think yeah, that you it, couldn't it was, pull it off? Yeah, it was. Everybody worked for nothing. And and by the way, the difference between this and Kentucky Fried movies is that was the, you know the the Zucker's and Jim Abrams wrote and were in all the, those bits. 
We have all different writers, all different directors, all different actors. It's really a huge collaboration. How did you keep everything moving? With that many moving parts, how did you keep it all organized? Again, it was because we had all different crews we could shut down. Like we, we would literally shoot for three days here, and then we wouldn't shoot for six months. We'd just wait for somebody to get available, do it again, and really pinch pennies. You know, nobody was, you know, nobody was getting trailers. Nobody, and and the, the actors, like Kate Winslet, Halle Berry, you know, they don't get to do stuff like this. This is like a hard R comedy. And they were excited. I remember when I was a little nervous when we sent the script to Halle Berry um, because it was so out there. And she came back and said, come on, guys. I thought this was hard art. Really go for it. And we actually <laughs> did another pass to make it even harder art. She called you out. So they, yeah, well, they wanted to have fun. And, uh, and, and they really got into the, into the you know, mood. But you guys have built up a, a level of trust with, with stars. I mean, movies like Stuck on You, I mean, that's got Matt Damon in it. You know, you guys, you guys take stars, and it seems like you guys take stars and put, put them in roles that are just insane. Gwyneth Paltrow, for instance. How do you get that level yeah. of trust with, some, with, with what seemed like the Hollywood elite who probably aren't that trusting? Um, well, first it's of all, hard for them to take risks, is what I'm saying. And then there were all you know, sorts of different directors. But, um, you know, you, you've, it starts with the material. If they okay. read a short script that they liked, they, they, if they read one that they liked, they'd do it. And, and if they didn't, they wouldn't. You know, it's really got a... If, if they had a good short, you know, a, a really good script would, would pull them in. That's, that's how you get them. It's not about, like, trust me, don't worry about that. They knew going in that they were going to be doing things that they don't do in normal movies. Mm -hmm. That was probably, probably liberating to them. It was really exciting to them. Yeah, and it was fun. It was fun. You know, I didn't know these people. I, didn't, I don't know... Kate Winslet, I don't know Hugh Jackman, but they showed up and they they knew what we were looking for and they <laughs> committed to it in the best way. It was like you would swear it was their first movie and they wanted it to be the best thing ever. They were so excited about doing something like this, it was unbelievable. And uh, uh, and they kept pushing it for like something. We've cut, we had to cut things because you know Hugh Jackman was doing things. I was like, no, that's like, come on, man, pull it down, Hugh. You know, it was really fun. But have the have the actual has the MPAA or the censors actually been on your side, or have you had to do a, a another level of cuts based on how outrageous um, the movie was? No, because it, you know it is all comedy. Um, it's always going to be an R. You know, like there's some anything in it that's sexual is is the rule for R is if it's for uh, comedy, it's R. If it's for titillation, it's it's NC seventeen. And this was clearly not for titillation. It's all for laughs. I imagine by this point you're pretty familiar with the rules. <laughs> so who am yeah, I but we have to go in. I've had a few times where we, we've had to go in and, and you know take away a couple of things. They say they've always been fair to me. The MPA they they will call you out and say yeah you, you're you're gonna there's two or three things you're gonna have to trim down and then we go back and forth. They don't always force it down your throat. They say we think this is too much and I say okay but I love that. that's my favorite part. What if I cut this and this instead? And all right, okay, do that. And, they're, they're reasonable. You know, uh, I, w I wasn't being facetious when I said that you're one of my heroes. I got to tell you, um, I chose to go to Columbia Film School because of you. I had read the, wow. and it wasn't even, you know, I was a, obviously a fan of Dumb and Dumber and something about Mary by the time I went, but uh, reading the comedy writer, reading the comedy writer, oh, well, I, that's remember, very cool. I, appreciate I remember that. reading it in you undergrad. Know, I, went to, I went to Columbia, um, you know, for um, creative writing. Of course. Yeah, no, I saw you Here's speak. I saw you speak to, to my me? class one year. 
Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. I, I was. I, I graduated in '06. I entered in '01. I, I kind of took my time with it, but uh, yeah, I remember in undergrad reading the Kami Writer, and of course being a fan of all the movies, and then saying, you know what? I, I'm not going to go to Columbia because of Ang Lee or James Sheamus or you know James Mangold or or Kimberly Pierce. I'm, I'm going to go to. I'm going to go because of this guy who uh, gets people to talk out of their butts or you know puts a chicken up somebody's butt in a movie. I mean, that's those are the kind I, of. Well- those are the kind no, of movies I wanted to make. The thing anyone ever said to me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know what? This guy got, you know, this guy got somebody to put a chicken up his ass, and uh, me, myself, and Irene. I, I think uh, if those are the kind of movies I want to make, Columbia is not a bad yeah. option. <laughs> and then all my yeah, teachers well, thought way, I was insane. I, I, since you brought up Columbia, you know, I was like a horrendous student in, in college. I went to Providence College, and I, I accounting major, graduated with a two point and. Uh, and then when I started writing, I submitted myself to Columbia, and miracle of miracles, they accepted me. You know, they, they were I feel like, the same. They, they I feel the same. on my writing. It was the most incredible thing of all time. And, and, I, uh, and I always have to throw a plug in them because that changed my life. They, they really, you know, Columbia was the best uh, learning experience, you know, of my life by far. Right. No, I'd, I'd sent a movie called Spores that we make, where, where we made, where two nerds had, uh, there was an alien invasion. Remember the 80s movie, Night of the Comet, where the two girls are grounded and everybody turns into zombies? Yeah. We made that movie as undergrads, but with two nerds. And it was a piece of garbage, but, but somebody at Columbia saw something. And, you know, I, I made a thesis called Gay by Dawn, <laughs> a horror movie about homophobia. And, uh, and a lot of people at Columbia, to give them credit, you know, everybody thinks about film school as frou-frou art house films. There were a lot of Gay by Dawn fans at the end of my uh, tenure there. It was great. So, That's Peter, fantastic. tell me about Dumb and Dumber 2. we got to talk okay. about it because that's what the audience wants to know about, too. All right. Well, if I told you the plot of Dumb and Dumber 2, you would not be impressed. But if I told you the plot of Dumb and Dumber 1, you would not be impressed. Like, you know, right, right, right. It's a road trip, yeah. They find a briefcase and they bring it back to this girl and ask me. He's like, that's not a fucking movie. Come on, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, that's what the second one is. It's a character piece. It's not about the plot, but I promise you, it is really, really fun. It's the same guys. They're picking up, by the way, 17 years later. We explain what's been going on for these 17 years. And they go off on a uh, <clears throat> another wild goose chase that is... Really, really, really fun. It's at Warner's. Right now we have like a couple different financiers who are uh, they're going to put up the money and they're cutting deal, a deal with Warner's right now, but I cannot wait to make this movie. We've never made a sequel um, because we never felt it was, you know, they, it didn't feel right to make a sequel to something about Mary. It was, you know, the sure. story was over. And the Dumb and Dumber is, I mean, it, it's a crime there hasn't been a sequel and uh, and because we really have a we have a script we really like, uh, it's going to be a ball. I'm really 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 excited about that one. But I've been excited about all your films. Well, thanks, man. The movie 43 it opens on the 25th, so uh, go out there and yeah. check it out, guys. Movie 43 it's got tons of stars in it. It's got a ton of different directors from different backgrounds all coming together to make this movie. And I think it's going to be huge. It's easily going to. I mean, with all that number of stars, it's easily going to open big. Yeah, I, I tell you, it's 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 the not not that I do it, but I, I, it's the ultimate stoner film. Just for for your listeners, <laughs> I think you just sold half of them on seeing this film. Yeah, uh, um, Peter, thank you so much, not just for the interview, but really, I was being sincere when I said that uh, you were a big influence on me. Thanks, Jonathan. That, that, that really does mean a lot. You're you're a good man. Well, anything else you need from Geekscape, don't be uh, don't hesitate to call. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks, brother. Thank you. Bye.